Hey New Life, thanks for checking out this video. So in the 1960s, the United States, we found ourselves in a struggle for power, us against the Soviet Union. We were in the Cold War. We were trying to see who would be the world's most dominant superpower. You know, I guess they beat us in hockey and we beat them in basketball. And so what was going to settle the score would be who could put a man on the moon, the space race. So we set our eyes on that target and they actually beat us to space and sending a cosmonaut to orbit the Earth. Yeah, Yuri Gagarin, he ended up orbiting the Earth. And when he came back, uh, Nikita Khrushchev, the premier dominant leader at the time, leading the Soviet Union, he gives this huge speech, his rah-rah speech, celebrating their accomplishment and really excited. And he said, we sent Yuri into outer space and he didn't find any God there. You know, he was very very um, excited that he didn't find a God there. Like we looked, but God wasn't there. Therefore, God doesn't exist. You know, what was he doing? He was promoting a secular atheistic worldview, which communism is founded upon. You can't trust God because he doesn't there. So you got to trust the government, you know? And, and, and so, and, and some people were like, man, yeah, I guess where is God? Like if you can't find him in outer space, where does, where does God live? And sometimes I've, I've wrestled with that fact when I've watched, you know, different space movies like Interstellar and The Martian and just various movies that kind of help me realize how big the universe is. And sometimes I'm like, okay, well, there's got to be a God who designed that. But if, if there are like all of these billions and billions of galaxies, how do we even know that God is, God's mindful of us, that he, that he cares about us? Now, maybe you've wrestled with that too and recently because you've gotten sick or someone's died or you've gone through a struggle and you're like, man, where is God? Is he off somewhere in some distant part of space? Like, what's the deal? Is he mindful of us? Well, when I have those doubts creeping in my mind, I'm grateful for C.S. Lewis who heard how Nikita Khrushchev was bragging about their accomplishment and how they didn't find God in space and Therefore, you know, we can probably reasonably believe that, you know, he doesn't exist. Well, C.S. Lewis, he wrote a book or he wrote an article called The Seeing Eye in Response. And he said, all right, think about this way, guys. Think about this way. Teach people to be critical thinkers. He says, there's no more reason for us to believe that we would find God when we send someone to outer space than for Prince Hamlet to go look in the tower um, and find Shakespeare, his creator. Like, like Hamlet lives in this tower. Like he's not going to go up into this tower in this story, in this play and find Shakespeare, find the creator. It's not going to happen. You know, it, it, Lady Macbeth is not going to go into the roof, the rafters of the Globe Theater and find Shakespeare. The only way that those characters will be able to know anything about their creator, C.S. Lewis says, is if their creator writes something about himself into the story, into the story. Um, I, I just finished a book called Prodigal. Um, it was a book written by Brendan Manning. He's a, a former Catholic priest. He was an alcoholic. He ended up getting married and had some troubles with the Catholic Church over these things, and um, but became a prolific writer and speaker and really preaching about God's grace. Um, and in this book, he you know does it. It's a fictional story that he makes up about this guy who's a preacher that falls out of grace, and he you know. For fails morally and well he you know is having trouble forgiving himself and receiving forgiveness from others and from God and you know trying to have a second chance and so in this story there's this Father Frank figure who's this Catholic priest who's an alcoholic who's there to help him rest in God's grace and embrace it 
And what is Brendan Manning doing in this story with the character of Father Frank? He's writing himself into the story. You know, he's not just giving him like clues that he exists. He's actually writing himself into the story. And, and see, that is what God has done for us. Not only has he given us clues and given us clues about his existence from all that has been created. You know, the Bible tells us that the heavens declare the glory of God. When we look at the universe, we see the design and, and gravity and laws and the design in the human cell and the information in human cells, we see that there is reason and clues to the existence of a creator, an intelligent designer. But he didn't just give us clues. He actually wrote himself into our story. John 1 puts it this way. In the beginning was the Word, meaning in the beginning was the God, God who created everything. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. Yes, he's talking about Jesus. In verse 14, it says, The Word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. And what is John saying? John's saying that, that we can have faith that God exists, that he loves us, that he's, he's mindful of what we're going through because he didn't just give us clues, but he wrote himself into the story. He's in our story. And he knows what it's like to go through hard times, to see people struggle, to struggle himself to be anxious, to be ridiculed, to go hungry. But he didn't give up. He, he kept moving forward. He died. He rose again. He conquered it all so that we would have hope that no matter what we're going through, that there's always a reason to have a confident faith that God, God's with us. He knows what we're going through. And one day he will redeem it all. So that's why one thing I love about Christmas, it gives us a reason to believe. When those doubts begin to creep in, think, where, where is God? Oh, he wrote himself in the story. I know he's here. I know he exists. I know he's seated on his throne right now and he's waiting. He's waiting for the day that he returns and makes all things new. All right, let me pray for us and ask God to remind us of that truth this week. Heavenly Father, we thank you for writing yourself into the story. Not just giving us clues, but entering into it so that we can know you and we can have a relationship with you and we can have hope that no matter what we're going through, that you're there, that you're with us, that you've conquered this story, that you are the, the, the main character, you are the hero of it all. So help us to have that faith, that confident faith and expectation of, of what you're up to in our world. We thank you for your son, Jesus. It's in his name that we pray. Amen.